Praise the Lord. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this morning that we are here for one purpose, to glorify and to honor you. And by doing that, Lord, you will bless us. You will keep us according to your word and your promises always, yes and amen. Lord, we thank you that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. We thank you that your promises from the beginning up to the end, will, will, it will come to pass, Lord. Thank you for this day. We want to exalt your name, being the God, and there's none like you, Lord. You are the God of Israel. You are the God of Isaac. You are the God of Abraham. And we thank you this morning. We give you honor and we give you praise in Jesus' name. And everybody say, Amen. Amen, Amen Lord. Praise God. This message for this morning is just the continuation of what Pastor Billy started during the Palm Sunday. And if you remember that message, then probably you will have an idea of what this message is all about. Well, um, it's almost like two parts, but I will do as much as I could to make it fit in, in, in probably, I don't know how many, one, one hour and a half or one hour. So let's, let's start it. So here we can see in Luke chapter 19, beginning verse 35 up to 40, and... Uh, then they brought him to Jesus. This is in, if you have the Bible, this is in New King James Version. But if you have your different version, it's still fine. And then they threw their clothes on colt, and they set Jesus on him. And as he went, many spread their clothes on the road. Then as he was now drawing near to the descent of the mountain of olives, or the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the people began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen, saying, Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees called to him from the crowd. You know, they took attention of Jesus. Teacher. Rebuke your disciple. They're noisy. They're annoying. But you know what Jesus said? But he answered and said to them, I tell you that if this should keep silent, the stones would immediately cry out. So the first part of this message this morning is for us to remind us of something that we have to do when we're gathering at the church. We're supposed to be really happy and enjoying the presence of God, declaring who God is in our midst. We're sometimes missing it by just, you know, uh, we're used to listening, uh, you know, singing music. But there's something we have, or we can do more than that, which is giving praise and glory to God. Look at these people. I tell you, if this, if this should keep silent to this, the stones would immediately cry out. So the Lord is actually expecting you and me when we gather on Sunday service that we should be praising, worshiping. If we need to jump up and down, do it. But we sometimes are timid to do that. And you know what? That's what the enemy likes, that we should be silent. I can tell you so much of testimony and witness to you how God works in that way, even in my personal life. But for the, for, for the sake of time, I cannot tell you much of those. But one thing I realized in my life, 
That if I have some problem, troubles, anything that I'm really troubled, what I do is just, you know, like declaring who God is in my life. And this morning, first part of this is we will be declaring who God is in our lives. By praising, shouting. You know, I attended yesterday. I don't know, maybe some of you went there to uh, 5K Foam Fest. Anyone here? Oh, you were there. Okay. You were there. Oh, yeah. See how the people, the crowd are yelling and shouting and yes, you know. But supposed to be we, the people of God, are doing that on Sunday. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest with you guys, that's what the Lord is waiting for us every Sunday. Who do you think the Lord expecting to praise him? The people in the bar? No. Who do you think God is waiting? The people in the racetrack shouting Jesus is alive? No. It's us. And if we're not doing that, I think there's something we have to adjust. That's what something we have to do. When Jesus comes, we will hear his voice. And what we can say is, Jesus, you are our God. You are the, the one who died for us. He is looking. He is waiting for you and me to declare his name in our meetings. So that's why this morning we will try to exercise that. It's like, it's like practice, you know. Okay. Be ready. Next. (laughs) So here, oh, there's no. Okay, it's supposed to be just one page, one one line, one line, one anywhere together. So here, Psalm 101, verse one. Make a joyful shout to whom? Make it loud to the Lord. All you land, serve the Lord with gladness. How you show your gladness or your joy? Of course, you're smiling. Hey, don't get me wrong here. Some people express their joy by just smiling. You know, some people are like jumping up and down, yelling, hey, 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 you know. We have different characters, but it's fine. But we need to express that joy. God created us with all the emotions, with all everything that we have. And if you can show that to God, He is so pleased with you, brothers and sisters, and with us. Because you, we, are the only person God is looking to do that. Next one. It says in uh, Psalm 98, verse 4, Shout joyfully to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth in song. Rejoice and sing praises. Sing praises. Okay. Don't answer this question. Are you singing personally at home to the Lord? You know the answer. Yes? No? Praise the Lord. And it says, Psalm 150, verse 6, the last chapter of the book of Psalm. That's why probably the book of Psalm is the longest chapters in the Bible. 150. Because the Lord is waiting for us. Sometimes when we pray, we're almost like asking and asking. But when we pray, I love to do it more on praising Him. More on saying who God is to my life. And what God has done in, in the past, in the life of, of the, uh, the, uh, the Jewish people, the Israelites. And it says, let everything that has 
Praise what? Praise what? Praise the Lord. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. If you are breathing right now, what do you think you can do? Amen. Make it loud. Praise the Lord. Woohoo! Yeah. So that's what the enemy doesn't like to hear. That you are praising the Lord. Amen. Amen. The enemy, look, look the verse that look at the verse that we, we just read. He said, Can you please tell your your disciple to be quiet? You know, we have a behavior back home. Especially me. I, I was born in as a, I don't know if it's the right word, but a Catholic, you know. And there, you have to, you have to worship, and the behavior is supposed to be like this. If you want to see some, somebody, yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's how you behave. But the way I see it, the last time I checked my Bible, the behavior of the born again, the believer, the follower of Christ, should be jumping and praising and singing God, singing to God with all your might and with all your strength. When we're gathering. That's why sometimes I try to test. It doesn't matter if you are. We call that. We belong to evangelicals. They belong to Pentecostal. Of course we have a, we have a thinking like. Oh that's why they're praising like that. You know because they are. Pentecostal. Oh we evangelical. We're, we're a little bit you know quiet. But what the Bible said. It doesn't matter where you belong. What matters, as long as you have breath, you have to praise the Lord. Amen. Psalm 149, verse 3. Let them praise His name with what? Let them sing praises to Him with the timbrels and? We don't have that one. (laughs) But it's okay. We can still praise the Lord. You know? Hallelujah. You know what? David... You know David? Not David, the one at the back, Sarmiento. David, the king. He was so moved to worship God. And what happened was, David was dancing, praising God. And he wasn't like wearing the king's robe. He was just wearing an ephod. Ephod, how you pronounce it? I don't know. And then, of course, he was like, you know, whatever, dancing and, you know, praising God and everything. And he wasn't really really looking at how he looks. He was just looking at how he can praise the Lord, how he can express his dance and worship to God. And there you go. The wife, I don't know how you pronounce it, in Filipino is Michal, Michal. But... It says, it was before the Lord who chose me instead of your father. It was David talking to the, to, the, to the wife, the daughter of Saul. And all his house to appoint me ruler over the people of the Lord, over Israel. Therefore, I will play music before the Lord and I will be more undignified. You know what? When we're dancing, singing, yelling, shouting our praise to God. For some people, it's, what is that? It's annoying. Tell them to stop. But this is the opportunity. Let's have that attitude every Sunday that we have that excitement to come in together and worship and declare the goodness of God. He is the God who saved you. He's the God who saved me. He's the God who died. He gave his life so that we may have eternal life. And of course, 
Here you go. The four living creatures, it's having six wings, were full of eyes round within, and they do not rest day or night, saying, What? Holy, holy Lord God Almighty, who was and is to come. If we're not practicing here on earth while we're here, we might miss that one. That when we be with Jesus, we will be worshiping and praising and saying who God is to us. Have you heard about the group Beatles? Maybe the young generation, ah, no, we, no, sorry. But the old generation, yeah. See? Right? Did you know that this group declared something? See? Have you heard that before? They said, oh, this probably this John Lennon, if, if you know him. We're more popular than? Why he said that? It's just because when they gathered, people are almost like giving everything they have in shouting and sometimes they pass out. Hey, I'm not judging you, brothers and sisters, but I'm just reminding you. The reason why I'm standing here is this is what the Lord is telling us that we should be doing, worshiping His name lifting up his name we are the people that god is expecting every sunday to praise and worship him it's good to sit down here and listen to the to the to the to the singing and the message but there is one thing that we have to do to praise him to worship him even in our personal life that's why <laughs> as again i'm not saying you're wrong this is just a reminder for all of us. Oops, sorry. Next slide, please. But he answered and said to them, I tell you that if this should keep silent, the stones would immediately cry out. What does it mean? If you go to your house and you see your chair is jumping up and down, you know you're not doing your job. If you hear your walls are singing, Hallelujah! You know you're not doing your job. You know what I mean? So this morning, brothers and sisters, okay, I, I remember, let, don't, don't put me wrong in this, you know, our brothers from the south, like the color black people, I really adore them. When I say adore, not really to worship, but something like I, I would say I like them or I love them when they express their voice. You know when they're saying A, B, C, D, E, F, G? It's just like worshiping the Lord. A, B, N, C, D, F, G. You know, it's like, like that, you know? It's just like expressing their, their alphabet is just like singing. But we, people of God, we need to really exercise our worship to God. Whether you're alone, whether you're, you're doing something. I love fishing, but sometimes you know, I, I want to fish. Hallelujah. You know, you're fishing. Whether you're catching or not, let's praise the Lord. And here you go. Let's have a little bit of practice here. If I say something about God, your response is? Praise the Lord. Praise Him. Praise the Lord. It's okay. Fine. Okay. Let's do it. Just a little bit of it. And we will make it more, you know. When I say, Jesus is alive. 
Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus saves me. Jesus is alive here in this place. Hallelujah. So that's what we will probably be doing in heaven. You know, like worshiping and singing and praising. That's why be ready. Jesus is coming soon, I'm telling you. And the second part is what we will talk about. Is that, is that the, uh, the rapture? No, it's not the rapture. It's not the topic. Okay, but it's still part of it. Let's go for the second portion of this message. 70 weeks of Daniel. Pastor Bill started the message on the Palm Sunday, and exactly on the 69th week, it was fulfilled. Okay? But the question is, where is the one week? I asked Pastor Bill, where's the one week? Oh, I just start, I just end there, in the 69th. Now, probably some of you who watched that, uh, who, were, who, who were here, have you think about where is the one week? Who were here on Palm Sunday? Nobody? Say amen. 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 Say amen. amen. Praise God. So you will hear some of you on the, <laughs> on the Palm Sunday. And I will show you a little bit of what Pastor Bill show uh, here. Uh, just continue about it. Like a little bit, you know. So he made that presentation, the calculation, the 360, the 476 years. So probably some of you are kind of thinking, oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Okay. And then those things. And then, the 476 years, 25 years, March 30, the, the, the very day of Christ's triumphal entry. And that's, that's it. So, Pastor Bill shared that Daniel chapter 9, beginning verse 24 up to 26. But the 27, he didn't touch that. So, today is the day. Praise the Lord. Okay, let's go. So there you go. 70 weeks are determined for your people and for your holy city. To what? To finish the transgression, to make an end of sin, to make reconciliation and uh, reconciliation for iniquity, to bring the, to an everlasting righteousness, to seal up vision and prophecy, and to anoint the, whole, uh, the most holy. So that verse 24. Verse 25. Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the command to restore and build Jerusalem until the Messiah, the prince there shall be seven weeks and 62 weeks. The street shall be built again and the wall even in troublous time. And after 62 weeks, Messiah shall be cut off, but not for himself. And I think it's missing on the bottom anyway, so... And, where's the end? After the 62 weeks, Messiah shall be cut off and not for himself. And the people of the prince who is to come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. The end it shall be with a flood until the end of the war. Desolation are determined. And in verse 27, there is one pastor building touch. Then he shall confirm a covenant with many for one, one, 
But in the middle of the week, he shall bring an end to sacrifice and offering, and on the wing of abomination shall be one who makes desolate, even until the consummation which is determined is poured out on the desolate. Next. So, the very simple diagram of that 70 weeks, one week, uh, one day is equivalent to what? One one year. One day is equivalent to one year. So if you have 70 weeks, you have 490 years. 7 times 7 is what? Times 10? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Good in math. Okay, it says there that you have 70 weeks or 490 years. Remember, he was talking to Daniel, and the one talking is who? Angel Gabriel, and giving this message that is concerning the people of Israel, not you, not me. Remember that, not you, not me. And therefore, he divided into three divisions. One, two, three. The seven weeks, the 62 weeks, and then... The one week. 62 plus 7 is what? Huh? <laughs> 69. And therefore, to make it 70, you have to add 2, right? Mm. You're right, 1. You're listening. Praise the Lord. <laughs> and therefore, it says, after the 70, this is what happened to your people, Daniel. Six things, those six things that I read, that's there. Next. Here you go. It's divided into one, two, three. We will not touch much on the left side because it was discussed by Pastor Bill, and now we were talking about the last one, the next one. And before you go there, remember, this message was given to the Jewish people. Are you Jewish? Is there any Jewish here? Nobody? Therefore, who are you now? No, he said no. Why? Because I got a Jewish Messiah inside me. He, what, what? Sorry? I have a Jewish Messiah inside Oh, you have a Jewish Messiah inside of you. <laughs> we'll see that. It's a good one. Good one. Good one. Good take. Take. Yeah, okay. Here you go. But where is that one week now? We can see from the drawing. Oh, I think I have a little bit of this one. Ooh, I don't know how to use this. Maybe like that. Can you see that? So that's where Pastor Bill ends. And we're looking for this one week. What happened was when Jesus was on earth, he testified. He even proclaimed that he, was, he is the king of the, of the Jewish people. He is king. But he was rejected. And it says in the next verse, okay, there you go. He came to his own, in his own, what? Receive him, or not receive him, but as many as receive him to them, he gave the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name. So he came into his own, who is his own, the nation Israel. He came to them. He presented even himself, I am your Messiah. 
But at the end, they rejected him. No, 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 crucify. Uh, set Barabbas free. Barabbas? 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 Oh, as long as bus, that's, that's a bus. So he said, crucify him. Crucify Jesus. We're, he's not our Messiah. And there was a writing of Pilate. He said, um, king of the Jews. And he said, no, no, no. Write them there. Uh, he claimed he's the king of the Jews. It's so much of these people, Jewish people, back in those days, about the rejection of Jesus Christ. But in John chapter 1, verse 12, it says, but, in verse 12, but, but as many as received Jesus, to them he gave the right to become the children of God. And therefore, Jesus prophesied from the very first time in Matthew chapter 6, verse 18. Thou art Peter, in, in King James Version, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The very first time, it was Jesus who prophesied about you and me. In that 70, the drawing, the diagram that you showed a while ago, there is no such thing as you and me there. No. And Jesus prophesied, I will build my church. The church from the time of Jesus, there was no church before Jesus. If the meaning of the church is just the, the, the chosen one, then there was one. Because nation Israel can be categorized as a church if the, if the meaning is the chosen one. But if the meaning is the body of Christ, there was no church before Christ. He said, I will, which means future. Okay? I will build my church. And therefore, when Jesus came out, or, or not came out, when Jesus rose from the dead, he went to the Father, and the Holy Spirit came down, and it was Him, it says there, where are we now? I think it's wrong. Okay, anyway, before, before the, the church, only two classes of people. One is Jew, one is Gentile. And there you go, when Jesus said, I will build my church, and then we... Believe Jesus Christ, how many now are the classes of people? Four? Three. What are those? The church. The Jew, the Gentile, and the church. That's why when we're reading the Bible, we have to have that understanding that is this for the Jew? Is this for the church? Is this for the Gentile? So now, let's look the next slide there. So, hang, hang on, hang on. Here in first, no, hang on. In First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12, oh, 32, sorry. 10 Corinthians 32. Give no offense either to the Jews, to the Greeks, or to the church. Even Apostle Paul, when he wrote to the Corinthian people, they knew that there are three classes of people nowadays. Okay? Let's, let's go ahead. Is that the time? Only two minutes? Oh, my. Too far. Okay. So, therefore, after that rejection of the Jewish people there, Jesus offered salvation to anyone who believed. And that's where the church came out. Okay? You can see this one move forward. Okay? So, some people believe that the 70 weeks is over. But I don't think so, because there was no nation... Before 1948, there was no nation Israel. May 14, 1948, the nation Israel established. And therefore, the church was born before even that May 1948. During the time of the Pentecost. 
Okay? And then, next slide, please. Okay, so there you go, the church there. And we are here in this period now. So that's the gap between 69 and 70 weeks. Some believe that now there's no gap. But the way I see it, and, and it's, it's it, me not forcing you to, to what I can see or what I'm seeing, but just to realize that that seven, and probably some of you heard about, oh, there will be a seven years of tribulation. Have you heard that? Anyone hear that? Oh, there will be a seven years of tribulation coming, you know, like a great tribulation coming. So the church is there, and therefore, this church is, let's see a little bit of it. Oh, wow, there's no much time. <laughs> okay, go, go, bro. Okay, in 1 Corinthians 12, 13, 4, By one Spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether we be Jew or Gentiles, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink to one Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit who brought us into the body of Christ. Okay, when we receive Jesus, we confess, Lord, you're my Savior. When we repent from sin, and therefore we brought into the body, into the body of Christ, the church, by the Holy Spirit. Okay, and then Colossians 1, 18, and he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. Okay. And therefore, this is what, the, what Apostle Paul was saying, a mystery. You know, the, the, the relationship between the Jew and the Gentiles? Before, no, they cannot be together. And, and you were saying a while ago that you have Jesus in you, and that's right. Right? So, the, the three classes of people now is the Jew, the Gentile, and the church. The church is composed of individual Jew and individual Gentiles who receive who? Who receive who? Jesus. Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Now you are part of that body, which is the body of Christ. And therefore, it says in Colossians, Now I rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up my flesh. This is Paul talking to the Colossians. What is lacking in afflictions of Christ? For the sake of his body, which is the church. We are his Body. Christ is the head. Okay? See the relationship? The body, Christ is the head. And in Ephesians chapter 1, 23 and 23, and he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is the body, the full of fullness of him who fills all in all. So I'm just talking about here the church, which is now, as we see now, as we, we are the church. Next slide, please. In Ephesians 3, 4, 6, by which when you read, you may understand my knowledge. This is also, again, Paul talking in the mystery of Christ. You know, we are in the form of mystery in the kingdom of God because we were not told in the Old Testament. It was not prophesied in the Old Okay, which is in other age was not made known, it says, to the sons of men. It wasn't mentioned as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to his holy apostles and prophets that the Gentiles, you guys, me, including me, it says there should be fellow ears and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ through the gospel. 
When we hear the gospel of Jesus, we decided, Lord, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Forgive me. And therefore, the Holy Spirit brought you into that body, the church. Okay? And Ephesians chapter 2, 11 and 12, therefore remember that you, you, we, Gentiles. There's no, there's no Jew here, right? And it says, once Gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision by what is called the circumcision. Uncircumcision means Greeks or Gentiles. Circumcision means Jew. Made in the flesh by hand that at the time you were without Christ. Look at that. We are so poor people without Christ. It says there, without Christ being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no and no or without Look at that. So that's why it's so, it's so important for us to express our thanksgiving to God. Because we're, we don't have anything. And in the world. Next slide, please. In Romans 11.25, For I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of mystery, lest you should be wise in your own opinion that the blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentile has come in. Remember, the church has ended. It may be today after the service. It may be now. It may be tomorrow. It may be tonight. Who knows? Only God knows. But if we're not ready, we will not be part of it. The church has an end in this world. But when we will be with Jesus, we will be with him forever as he promised. Next. Look at this. This church, before it was here, right? Now it's taken up. I'm not saying, I'm just making a little bit of, you know, exaggeration here. But I'm not saying the church now is up a little bit. No. Maybe you, you, you might misinterpret me. So the church is still here. We are still here. And then the time will come that the church will be taken out from this world. Okay? And that's the one week there, there will be again reconnected. And that the 70 weeks of Daniel will be fulfilled. Okay? So, the church is now in the process of waiting for the number of the Gentile has come in. Who is that guy? I don't know. Maybe just one guy. And it's in, only in the Lord's time, uh, time clock. Okay, let's continue. Next. See, it's up there now. So it means when Jesus comes, it's not, not, not touching the ground. It's just meeting in the air. And then the next thing to, to happen is, there you go. It's empty. So the church is not there anymore. We're not here anymore. We will be with Jesus. We will be wherever Jesus is, then we will be with him. And the next one, okay, it says, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. If you have loved ones who believe in Christ, died centuries ago or maybe years or maybe last year, if they are believers of Christ, they will rise first before us. Okay? And then we who are alive, say alive. alive. We who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in where? Alive. To meet the Lord in the what? And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Praise the Lord. We will always be with the Lord. 
Are you thinking about it? Always be with the Lord. And then the second Thessalonians, do not remember, or do you not remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things. And now you know what is restraining that he may be revealed in his own time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do. So until he's taken out of the way, the church will be taken out of the way. And that then the lawless one will be revealed whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. So where is the one week now? Okay, let's continue. There you go. It's returned again because the church is now taken out. You're following me? Okay. So when the church is taken out and then the one week will again continue based on the verses that we read. And then, and then all those six things, this six thing, to finish the transgression, to make an end of sin, to make reconciliation for iniquity, to bring an everlasting righteousness, to seal a vision of prophecy, to anoint the most holy, that will be the end. And the promise of God for the nation Israel will come to pass. It's still future the way I see it. Okay? And you see probably here, Christ's reign on earth a thousand years. Years. The Bible says, uh, the Bible says in 2 Timothy 2:12, if we suffer with him, we will also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. And therefore, this is the one week that we are looking for. So hopefully, this message will get you into the 70 weeks of Daniel prophecy. We are in this time, the church. But I don't want to close this message this morning without you giving an opportunity. If you are not sure that you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. This is the time, because it might be too late. Who knows, maybe tonight, tomorrow, the next day, Jesus come, and if you're not ready, so you will be, you will miss it. So if you think, and if, as you, you, can, you can bow your head and think about it. Are you sure? You can question yourself. Am I sure that I have that salvation that Jesus died? This is the time of the church. This is the opportunity that you and I, the, 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 they call that the grace period. While we're still here on earth, and we still have time, this is for us to really assure ourselves by the promises of Jesus. Romans 10, 9, it says, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and you still believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. If you don't know if you are saved or not, and you want to reconfess, just follow this simple prayer. Do not, do, do, do not be afraid if somebody hearing you or listening to you. It's, it's okay. What, what important is your heart and, and you're talking to the Lord. Pray the simple prayer with you, saying, or even somebody watching in your home, or you want to pray, and uh, this is just a guide, but you can pray personally to the Lord. Uh, receiving him as your Lord and Savior. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I confess my sin. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Lord, I believe that by your stripes, by your blood, I have healing and I have salvation. And right now, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. And I believe that I will be in that family of God, the church, your body, 
and I'll be with you when you come back. Thank you, Lord, for what you've done for me. Thank you, Lord, for your blood. And from now on, I will follow you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus. If you pray that prayer, simple prayer of accepting Jesus, then there is an assurance according to the Bible that you will have eternal life. So this morning, just to make sure, we, we have that opportunity to really not only uh, receive from God, but to give God the praise in every time we do or every time we gather. So God bless, and uh, hopefully you, have, you get something this morning.